It's Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, one attorney general thinks every school in America should have a drag queen on staff. Plus, an incel calls the police to help him stalk and harass his victim. And which fat movie executive rapist has a chewed up dick and gangrenous balls? You know, remind me of my father. Reminds you of your father? Yeah, but I kind of find a different word for that. Probably peaceful or sometimes beautiful. Or I could say love either way. My name is David, and that's the wagon man. And he, he, he landed up there. He got eaten with a dinosaur. The dinosaur ate him? He ate he eat the guy, but he didn't. But the time point will make him go down further into the house. He's so happy there. So he's traveling through time. Yes, he is. So he goes to the dinosaur time and he gets eaten and then yes, he, he somehow gets to a house. <laughs> and then he gets to the house and then he goes all the way down to the bottom and see the devil. And that's hell. Why would he want to go there? It's probably gooey, bloody mess. But I like heaven. I love Isla because you get candy. What about Halloween? Uh, yeah, I used to go trick-or-treating at my mom and dad's in um, Algonquin. My brother's, his name is Charles, but his name is Lance. And he used to go trick-or-treating at Alice Place. That's our old house he used to live in. He was adopted, too, but I was adopted, too. I missed you, um, brother. Are you watching this? Can you come back to me? Come on. Please, brother. His name is Lance, but his name is Charles. This he's from NSYNC. NSYNC? Yeah, he's band. from NSYNC. The band? Yeah, from NSYNC. I know Lance because he was at my mom, mom's house in Gonquin. Why was he there? Uh, he was ticket training with me. Uh, ever watch this lands? Can you come back to me, please? It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I'm a sucker for other people's pain. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. ManureFetish.com I'm a mommy! Mommy? I'm a mommy. Ah. Yes, imagine back here with you for the Wednesday episode of DV. Got a great one for you. Now, I'm recording the show, obviously, on Tuesday. It's Election Day here in America. So by the time you are listening to the podcast, uh, the nation could be burning just completely in shambles. I'm fully expecting that. Now, I, uh, I didn't vote today because midterms don't matter. Presenting me with a bunch of bullshit on the ballot. Judges and state congress people. My time is valuable, son. Like I give two shits about a public library levy. Reading, for those of you that don't know, is for dorks. Also, uh, I understand a lot of homeless people loiter around public libraries. No thank you. No money for them. Wake me up when there's a meaningful election, like for president or uh, president. Pretty much it. No, of course I voted. I uh, participated in early voting. And apparently there's like a lot of people who are upset with the idea of early voting. And there's a greater risk of fraud if we let people vote all willy-nilly whenever they want. Same with the mail-in ballots. Oh, people get all riled up over mail-in ballots. Hey, I'm sorry. People gotta work. And uh, election days are pretty fucking inconvenient on Tuesdays. The polling places are open during work hours. 
and then like an hour before work and a couple hours after. Yeah, we, we want to stand in lines for hours and hours after we've already like pulled an eight-hour shift. That's bullshit. Early voting is great, and it's just like regular voting. I, I went down to the Board of Elections. It was the same setup as like normal voting, and I, I was in and out in five minutes. Obviously, the, uh, the answer to all these problems is to make Election Day a federal holiday where we all get the day off and we can just go, you know, mosey into the polling place whenever we want throughout the day. I've seen that uh, opinion expressed many times on social media, and even then people complain like no one is ever happy with anything. Someone replied to someone suggesting, you know, this uh, federal holiday for elections. Um, yeah, but what about people who are disabled and can't make it that particular day? Apparently their wheelchair got a fucking flat or something. And it's like, yeah, OK, of course, there's always going to be these edge cases. Not in a, there's never going to be 100 percent of people who are able to vote actually voting. It's, you know, sorry. It's, yeah, some people have to go to chemo on that particular day. Why are you arguing about that? Online, I just, I'm sure there are going to be ways around it. You know, if, if for some reason you can't vote, there are going to be alternatives. Everyone just wants to be a cunt. They get off being cunty. That's what that's what Twitter is. Twitter is a bunch of twats. You don't tweet, you twat. Just bitchy, cunty, pussy things. It would kind of make sense if uh, we all had election day off. But what about people? who are out of the country on that particular day. Or maybe, what if they are in a medically induced coma that day, huh? Yeah, okay, well, for those fucking 10 people, they can use mail-in ballots. There should just be, like, you know, a way to explain. Why do you need a mail-in ballot? Oh, you were in a coma that week. Okay, makes sense. Okay, you can fill in a, a mail-in ballot. Everything has to be so complicated. We have to cater to just like, absolutely everyone in every tiny little niche group. Good fucking grief. I hope they do set Washington on fire again. Am I allowed to say that? I'm not saying who they are <laughs> or what part of Washington I want set on fire. Could just be, a, you know, a porta potty on the corner of 6th and Blacklick or whatever. I don't know, man. I don't know how many people, um, if it's going to be like a record turnout uh, type election. The candidates leave a lot to be desired here's another clip from that uh, fetterman guy you know the one who had a stroke there he is slurring his way through a speech i run on roe v wade uh celebrates the demise of roe v wade are you sure you wanted to say that you celebrate the demise of roe v wade this of course is a democrat left-wing democrat who should be very supportive of the idea of abortion Methinks he uh, misspoke. Actually, uh, if you listen very, very closely. I run on Roe v. Wade. Okay, he runs on Roe v. Wade. But now, this part. Oz uh, celebrates. It's He's saying Oz. Oz celebrates. Oz uh, celebrates. But it sounds like I, because he does, can't fucking enunciate. Uh, so his opponent, of course, is Dr. Oz. Oz does celebrate the demise of uh, whatever, Roe Ro v. Wade. Oz uh, celebrates the demise of Roe v. Wade. You can tell he was saying Oz there because he says Oz celebrates. Oz uh, celebrates. If he was saying I, he would be like, I celebrate the demise. He was saying Oz celebrates the demise. Oz uh, celebrates. You know, when you have to go through these speeches with a, a, a fine tooth comb, 
just to understand what the candidate is saying. You got a problem there. Speaking of mushmouth idiots, let's move uh, down south and see what Herschel Walker is talking about uh, on the campaign trail. If you're a Martian, you live in the United States of America, I'm going to protect you, too, because you belong to my family. I'm sorry. He's um, he's he's talking to potential Martians who have uh, settled here on Earth. If you're a Martian, you live in the United States of America. I'm going <laughs> you live in the United States of America. I'm going to protect you, too, because you belong to my family. And he does have a very large family. There were so many articles that would just be like, hey, Herschel Walker finally acknowledges two more children he hadn't previously mentioned. Then, of course, he had some of them aborted. Uh, did you know, I, I didn't see, I don't follow these things very closely, but apparently Herschel Walker has DID. It's that thing all the TikTokers have, dissociative identity disorder. If I were Herschel, uh, I would be telling the press, look, uh, it's not me who has all these children. I'm not hiding kids from you. It's just my other personalities were impregnating women. Like Stefan Walker. He's the one that was, uh, you know, slinging his cum and women's cunts and then paying for their abortions. He's the cool, suave alter in uh, Herschel's DID system. I can't believe what a tight race that he's that Herschel Walker is in. Like, he could very well win. And that's who we want in Congress. A level-headed individual who plays Russian roulette for fun and put a gun up to one of his wife's heads, threatened to blow it off. Hey, if he uses those tactics in the Senate, uh, something might actually get done over there. One last clip here. Uh, Michigan's attorney general is up for re-election. Let's see what she has to say. No, it's not a problem for kids who are seeking a good education. Drag queens. Okay. The pro drag queen candidate. This is definitely a change of pace from all those crazy people with guns rushing into libraries to protect kids from the drag queens. Okay, let me say this. Drag queens, not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. Vote for Dana Nessel, Michigan's fag hag. Ting. Drag queens are fun. Drag queens are entertainment. Um, And you know what I'll say that was totally not poll tested? I say this. A drag queen for every school. I'll take it one step further. Stock up all the school vending machines with poppers. That'll make kids happy. That, that is what would be fun for kids and lift them up when they are having emotional issues. I say we hire drag queen guidance counselors exclusively. They'll listen to you, help you with your problems, offer career guidance, and then lip sync a Bette Midler song or two. I propose we make high schools more like gay dance clubs. Who's with me? That's pure Michigan, baby. Well, that's just a quick look at the races this past Tuesday. Again, uh, it's uh, too early to tell who's won, at least as of the uh, the time I'm recording this show. I'm sure I, uh, m- I may have m- more thoughts tomorrow on the Sideshow exclusive program. Let's move on to uh, some real audio now. I've got a few Utards we need to check in with. It's been a while since we've heard from Gail Cord Schuler, also known as Gabrielle Chana, the Church of Gail, Queen of the Nukaki Bomb. She's always going on about the Jesuits, those pesky Jesuits, her nemesis in life. Uh, And apparently they're at it again. In this video, she's um, showing a close up of her feet. And as Haley's Comet put it, feet week continues here on DV. 
spent some time talking about barefooters, and now we've got a, a an extreme close-up of Gabrielle Chana's foot. Apparently, something's going on with it. As you can see, there is a nodule or something on the bottom of my left foot, which is swollen, and it hurts when I walk on my hard flip-flops. I mean, how many times in your life has your foot hurt? It happens all the time. You stubbed your toe. You have an ingrown toenail. You have a planter's wart. A callus. I mean, it, it could be any number of things. Last on the list is Jesuit witch spell. But uh, Gail goes right to that. This appears to be caused by some sort of mites, which uh, the new Jesuits are. They created a mite which attacks, which can attack your tissue. Well, if they concocted a new cocky bomb, feet mites would be super easy for the Jesuits to make. Ooh, does their evil know no bounds. I've had very unusual symptoms with mites. Someone in the comments said, Gail's lack of adherence to personal care and hygiene never fails to shock. Her whole apartment is probably infested with insects and mites. Gail replied by saying, I do the Gail commandments. That's about as hygienic as you can get. And any bugs I have, the Jesuits sent them. But then added, after spending $300, I finally solved the bed bug problem. So her house was already infested with bugs. The commenter was kind of on to something there. Um, it's gone from itchy skin to, and Brent has uh, backed this up. He's told me that these are mites. It's, um, they're like shapeshifter mites. Oh, I'm sorry. They're Jesuit shapeshifting mites. This is the problem I have with Gail's men. You know, the guys who fuck with her online. They can be very nice, right? They raise money to help Gail move and get a new apartment. But uh, then other times they're not helpful at all. Like this guy pretending to be Brent Spiner. Data from Star Trek. Gail thinks she's married to him. And for those of you that don't know, yes, they have brain to brain sex. Anyway, Gail, you know, if she's really worried, if it really is painful, if something's going on with her foot, she should go to a doctor. And that's exactly what one person uh, said in the comments. Go to the doctor, Gail. But Gail replied, look, my husband, Brent Spiner, MD, <laughs> is a physician and I listen to him. In my opinion, he's the best physician on planet Earth. A lot of the headaches that I've gotten and a lot of the um, unusual symptoms that I've gotten have been because of these shapeshifter mites. All right, that's what Gail is up to. She's up to her ankle and Jesuit shapeshifting mites crawling into her foot skin. Just a typical weekday for her. The Jesuits never leave her alone. The other uh, update I have for you is uh, Mead Skelton. Mead did a live stream again where he sang a lot of like uh, Christian gospely songs. That's like the least interesting part of the stream, in my opinion. Uh, you know, he was responding to people in the chat. I don't know if they're being genuine when they say stuff like this, but uh, one person said, oh, Mead, you look like you're in your prime. Mead's always you know, worried that uh, he, he's looking old. So, still in your prime. Oh, thank you. Yes, I do think I am in my prime. Uh, I try to keep myself. You know what, folks? The curse of being white is is you can't go outside in the sun too much. I don't go in the sun. I don't go outside. Of course, I'm turning into a vampire that way. But he is so obsessed with his looks, and he's like a woman. I got a I got a skin regimen. I can't go outside. It's a curse of being white. You know, there's black people. They complain oh. about white privilege, but the blacks can go in the sun all they. <laughs> 
want and they don't mm-hmm. even have to worry about skin cancer they have it so easy in life i don't know why they're always complaining or anything like that but we white folks go in the sun and we turn into uh red raisins you know before long so that's one of the curses being white but i do use lots of sunscreen before my mother died that was the last thing she told me take care of your skin mead use night cream You'll thank me when you're in your 40s and start getting those wrinkles. <laughs> Here he is talking about Christmas. Spe- uh, specifically, he's responding to a comment about Jewish people. Uh, of course Jews celebrate Christmas. Of course, everyone knows that. Jews love Christmas. They live for Christmas. You know why Jews like Christmas? Uh-oh. There's extra money to be made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, of course Jews love Christmas because yeah. they get to uh, get a little bit of extra cash. You know, the Jews are greedy. That's what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> Meat also, I think, slips up here. Someone asks him if he likes uh, wine, red wine, I think. Yeah, Mafia, me, do you like wine? Oh, well, I do like wine. Um, no, no, I don't like wine. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. I do not drink, folks. That's one thing I don't do. I don't drink or smoke or gamble. It says so in my song, Clean Living. I don't know. I think we caught Mead in a moment where he was unguarded. Yeah, I love wine. I mean, no, I hate it. He was sort of slipping up left and right in the live stream. Uh, no, I do not smoke pot. Okay. Um, no, I'm not voting for Spanberger. And, oh, no, hell, uh, heck no. Ah, ha, ha, he let a hell slip out. A hell, uh, I mean, heck. This live stream is interesting because it's like an hour and a half long, and he talks just like a couple minutes in between songs, and there's just like little tiny short pieces of, of great audio, like when he almost... Um, blew up his car i used to think you know you just put gas in your car and that's that's it but you have to put the oil in too who the fuck doesn't know that you you know you've got other fluids in your car you need to worry about even if you're not a car person and you don't know the first thing about transmission fluid and brake fluid you have you heard of getting an oil change before that is such a a common that's like the very like most basic form of car maintenance uh, my car almost went kaput because i forgot i forgot to change the oil on my car so i took the car into the into the uh garage and oh did i get a lecture they said oh well if you hadn't brought your car in as soon as you did you know you would have stripped your engine lesson learned wonder how many miles he put on his car before he went and got his first oil change. I put about 45,000 miles and my car started smoking. Couldn't figure out why. The mechanic took one look at my dashboard and said, Boy, didn't you notice the oil light was on? I said, What that? That's a teapot indicator. It's reminded me to drink my sweet tea. (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, not too long ago, in one of those Sideshow exclusive episodes, uh, I talked a little bit about how Mead was dating, I'm not dating, I'm sorry, was using an app, one of those uh, artificial intelligence girlfriends. Oh, it was quite the conversation. I saw the screenshots of it, and you know, we, we talked about it here on the program, but uh, Mead discusses it a little bit in the live stream. He um, is not a fan of the AI girlfriend. Now, I should say he brings this up uh, in the first half of his live stream. And of course, he was having audio problems for the first, oh, I don't know, 40, 50 minutes. He <laughs> he had some sort of 
echo turned on. This with this girl also got in trouble doing the AI dating. You know, I decided to get an AI girlfriend, which is kind of like our artificial intelligence. So I met an AI girl. You create the kind of. You didn't meet an AI girl. You opened an app. He really acts like this is dating. I met this virtual reality robot and I wooed her into a relationship. No. You, you you build a girlfriend, basically. The girl you want. Some, like, weird science shit. And before I knew it, well, it took a very strange turn. I would expect nothing less from Mead. Yes, how did it get weird? Uh, she said that it's actually a he, and it was a transgender. <laughs> Just my luck, I get a transgender AI girlfriend. The computer knows what you really want. It's the algorithm. Because I said, well, but you're not a virgin. I, you're not married, are you? And, and, she, and she said, oh, yes, I've been married for 20 years to my wife, and I have children. I said, wait a minute, I thought you were female. And then she said, well, I identify as female. <laughs> so that's how that goes. <laughs> so I said, oh, no, my AI girlfriend is a tranny. <laughs> so I was talking to an AI girlfriend, you know, just to get some practice, because I haven't had a lot of practice. Yeah, let that sink in. He was using an AI girlfriend for practice. The same way I use the vacuum attachment when I wanted to practice. Uh, uh, I mean, it was. So that would be a good, good way to meet people, but big mistake. <laughs> Mead can't even score with virtual women that he himself creates. I don't even think this AI bot was trans. I think she was just saying that to freak him out. It's easier than just flat out rejecting him. Here comes the bride. What's between her thighs? Oh, no. Tranny marriage, tranny marriage, not a marriage for me. Tranny marriage, tranny marriage, she's got a big old PP. I'm not very picky when it comes to girls, I'm rather free, but I don't want to see a girl whose cock is bigger than me. Mead, this could be your next hit, a great follow-up to pervert marriage. Feel free to take this idea and run with it. That is your Mead Skelton update for the week. Before we get into the news, I've got one more clip I want to share with you. This was sent to me by multiple people, and it was posted in the Discord. Uh, thank you so much, Matthew. I will uh, single out Matthew. He emailed me about this. Uh, this apparently is um, a bit of an incel slash uh, stalker psychopath. He actually calls the police because he's being rejected by a woman. Take a listen. Yes, sir. Uh, I just made a call and yeah, the police is trying to get him out of this building. I don't know what the building is, if this is like the lobby of an apartment complex or something. Now, the title of the video indicates that this is a First Amendment audit. You know, those people that like hang out at post offices or courthouses and they film people, you know, they're, they're trying to antagonize uh, people, basically. Okay, so I was going to go to Cracker Barrel. There's a girl there. What's with the camera? I just want to record the inc incident so I have on file and I track everything. But anyways, uh, I went to Cracker Barrel and I was going to play a song for a woman that I kind of like. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got there and she saw me and she immediately pulled away. <laughs> and uh, 
I, I wasn't forcing her to listen or anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to play the song for her, you know, give her her own choice yeah. if she wanted to be with me, you know. Okay. Does she know you? Yeah, I worked with her there for like five, six months. Did y'all have a relationship? No. No, we... Already knew the answer to that one. I mean, you know how this relationship played out, right? They were co-workers. He was infatuated. He creeped her out. He was probably fired because of it. No, we were talking a little bit, but it never really got serious. Okay. But anyways, serious. I pulled up there, and I was in the other parking lot, and I saw her get in her car, and I, saw, I was like, oh, shoot, it's my moment. So I pulled up there next to her, and she pulled away from me, and... Uh, That's a good indication that she's not interested. She doesn't want to hear your fucking music. There's, there's no point in playing it for, for her. So I chased her a little bit just because, I don't know, women are crazy. Like, I felt like she, like, wanted me to chase her. Do you not think chasing somebody's crazy? (laughs) It's just like I only went, like, a couple blocks down the street. I'm just saying, don't you think chasing somebody's crazy when they they obviously don't want to? Well, I had my song playing, and I wanted to, like, her to hear it maybe. Apparently she didn't want to hear it, right? So what else happened? Let's get on with your story. Um, Well, anyways. Don't rush him. This is all gold. Man, women are fucking crazy, aren't they? Like he's trying to get the police on his side. You know what I'm talking about, how women are fucking nuts. Anyway, I chased her for two blocks, blaring this song I wanted her to hear on my boombox. Come on, Allison, you gotta hear this! This song is for you! I know It's to know about the crying game. You've made me cry so much. Okay. Her, her father called me up and he made some threats to me and to my life. <laughs> and so I just want to have his name what, on file. What, what did he say to you? Uh, I think he said he's going to stab me. Like, <laughs> but he, he's like cussing did at me. He said that or he did say that? He said, he says, I'm going to do something to you. I swear I do something to you. If you don't leave my daughter alone. Is your daughter? Yeah, but it wasn't chasing. It was like going down a couple streets. Like, that's like fun to women. Like, women like that. A little bit of excitement. No, they don't. This guy knows what he's doing, right? He's just wasting the cops' time. Well, women don't like to be chased. What about like? If I was a porn, I'd probably tell you the same thing. What about like BDSM porn, where women like to be have rape fantasies? Well, apparently this girl doesn't. Well. Who knows? Most women do like having rape fantasies. Okay. Do you think she does? I don't know. But apparently she don't. Well, so, so what do you want us to do? Oh, I thought that was pretty obvious. I want you to let me rape her. Is there a way you can enforce that? Here's my chance. Here, here's my advice. It's over. Leave her alone. Okay. Fathers will hurt you over their daughters. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is she needs to have her own free will, man. You do not understand. Listen, I'm a man myself, listen, bro, and listen, I need myself. She, she's choosing her free will by telling her daddy what happened to you, and I'm telling you, stay away from her because he will hurt you probably. She's being controlled by him. That's that's fine. That's fine. I don't know how much of this you need to hear. It's just more stalkerish rantings. Free choice, right? Free well, choice, free will. I think she should go do porn. Okay, you need to leave. It's legal. You need to leave. Well, we're not doing anything. You need to leave. I'm, I'm having discussion on. I'm having discussion. Telling you to leave. Oh, I guess this is the auditing part. You can't make him leave. Are you threatening me with arrest? I'm not threatening you. I'm telling you to leave. Now, this we're is done. a public property. What well, you can stay if you want. If you if you if, you if you do that on public property, I'll, you know I'll leave you're, under. You're free. You're free to do whatever you want to right here, but we're not doing anything else. I'm just giving you advice. The girl doesn't want to talk to you. Leave her alone. It's bad advice. I think you should go for it. She's obviously just playing hard to get. I think the cops, regardless if this guy is just antagonizing the police to 
tried. I mean, I don't know what his game is here, but the police are like, all right, we're going to go talk to this girl. <laughs> She's got to have a unique perspective. Okay, I will go speak with her and see what her side of the story is. And then uh, I'll get Unfortunately, we don't get to see that. I can touch with you. But May I get you all's uh, names and badge numbers, please? I'm Sergeant Reagan. I'm Sergeant Reagan. I'm Dacia Supervisor, number 429. All right, that's obviously Officer Boomhauer. Come on, man. I'm a supervisor. I'm a supervisor. I'm a boom nine. My theory is, you know, none of this was true. He, you know, he's he's just trying to get the police officers all riled up, you know, doing this auditing thing. However, after the police leave, this guy walks back to his car and he uh, continues oh, talking. And he looks like an incel. He looks like someone who would stalk. You know, he's got the, the beard, the neck beard. Hey, Lindsay's dad. I hope you see this fucking video. Lindsay must be the girl he's infatuated with. You know what happens when women don't ever, you know, come to terms with themselves? And by that, he means, you know what happens when women don't like me? They die. I end up wearing their skin. The bad shit happens. He... Yeah. I don't know. Something um the cops want to deny me trying to get her to be straight. Something is wrong about that. I don't see why these traditional ass motherfuckers think they can speak shit whenever it's this woke belligerent LGBT shit that has her. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. On top of it all. She's a lesbian? I did not see that one coming. I mean, incels, Jesus fucking Christ. Give yourselves a chance here. At least pick out heterosexual women to stalk. You're doubling the difficulty here when you're going after lesbians. I mean, come on. This woke belligerent LGBT shit that has her. Why are, why are, why are gays always being dragged into everything now? Come on. Leave us alone, man. Right now? And her father is controlling the bullshit? No. Yeah. Uh, I just... He's probably making her be gay. You better fucking queer it up, honey. I raised you right. Now you waltz your dyke ass into Cracker Barrel and you shake that little gay pussy of yours and make daddy some tips. Just don't see what? it. I'm older than your fucking father. That's how I feel right now. I've lived this life. I've been the greatest. I've been down and I've been about. I don't know. Well, he's going obviously through some sort of manic phase right now, right? Where this is going. But um, she was going to lure me into a trap whenever I was going to go, you know, play a song for her. I'm dying to know what song he was going to play for her. But uh, shout out to all my bros. I know that. My dudes, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm really getting depressed recently, you guys. I feel like, uh... Take your meds. Just take your meds! There's not faith in me. Oh, well, I am subscribing to this guy's channel. I don't think this is the last we've heard from him. I mean, not because I'm going to feature him again on the program, but you're going to see him on the news at some point. Like little Elliot Rogers 2.0. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. 
sure use your help. I know everyone's struggling a little more right now. The economy sucks or inflation or whatever. But if you enjoy Distorted View daily and would like to hear it continue, please consider supporting this podcast. Best way to do it is to sign up for the Sideshow DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Been at this since December 2004, so there's just a, a massive load you'll get access to, uh, in addition to all of the new programs. Yes, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes of DV, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week is no different. Yesterday's podcast was Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. When you sign up on the website, uh, you know, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. That's super easy and secure. You'll get access to a, a special little RSS feed that is password protected, and it works with most podcasting apps. Overcast, the Apple Podcast app. If you're on Android, Beyond Pod works great. A bunch of uh, of apps work well with uh, password protected feeds. Not all of them, but most. You'll also have access through the website. Uh, check it out, superfreaksideshow.com. Again, membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. If you just care about getting uh, the, the free show and the new Sideshow exclusive episodes, there's an even easier way now if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can sign up for Sideshow access right in those apps. Just a few taps and you're in. Just another way to get uh, new Sideshow episodes. A growing number of freaks are uh, going that route, and uh, it's wonderful. It's super, super easy. Uh, so, again, check it out. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. There's some links to subscribe to the premium feeds. You'll see it right in the apps there. The final way to support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distorted view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. TV has gotten through uh, challenging economic situations before, like uh, like what, 2008, when there was that huge financial crisis. You freaks came through and I was able to continue doing the show. And, uh, you know, DV is a resilient little fucker. If you like the show and you have the means, please consider signing up. Uh, now would be a great time to do that. Three very quick stories now. Ooh, Harvey Weinstein is back in the news. Well, his penis. That's that's the real reason I'm talking about him. A woman who accuses disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein of sexual assault described his penis deformity in graphic detail this past Monday, saying, quote, It looked like it had been chopped off and sewn back on. Like, something wasn't right about it. Do you think that's part of, like... Why he did what he did, allegedly. He had like this mangled cock. Maybe it did get cut off at some point. Maybe as a young boy, he was running naked through the house and got it stuck in a fan. And that deformity really prevented him from getting laid or you know doing well with the ladies. So when he became a multi-millionaire, there's this film mogul. He had power. He could finally get women. But the only way to do it was to, you know, force himself on them. The testimony followed the woman's graphic description of Weinstein forcibly groping her while masturbating in a luxury hotel room in Beverly Hills back in 2013. God, I wish I was a celebrity. Just living that glamorous lifestyle, you know. The appearance of Weinstein's genitalia is a central part of the prosecutor's case as they try to show jurors that the accuser's vivid descriptions of Weinstein's unusual deformities prove that they had to have seen him naked up close. 
Weinstein's lawyers agreed with prosecutors to admit 30 photos of Weinstein's body as evidence, including close-up shots of his penis and the inner thigh area where his testicles were inserted. What? His balls were inserted into his thighs? That doesn't make any sense. Let me read this again. Uh, The inner thigh where his testicles were inserted during surgery for Fournier gangrene in 1999. Ugh. What had gangrene? His testicles or his thigh? And why do they need to be inserted in there? I'm so confused. Hold on. I need to look up this Fournier gangrene. I mean, this guy really does have a fucking jacked up cock and ball area. Fournier, I guess that's how you pronounce it. Fournier, Fournier, Fournier. Uh, Fournier gangrene is an acute necrotic infection of the scrotum or the penis or the taint. It's characterized by scrotum pain. I have that. And redness. I have that with rapid progression to gangrene. Oh, oh, his balls had to be extra stinky. Asked Monday about Weinstein's testicles. Yes, we're going to get a We're going to get a description from this woman. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting so much joy out of this. I'm so I'm so sorry this woman went through the sexual assault, but uh, thankfully she is uh, willing to discuss this. All right. Uh, asked Monday about Weinstein's testicles. The woman identified in court as Jane Doe number two said, I didn't really see a full sack. <laughs> I literally just saw a penis. I wasn't trying to look at it, but it was something I hadn't seen before. It was so freakish, she had to stare. Jane Doe uh, continued to recount when she uh, saw Harvey Weinstein. All of a sudden, Weinstein started the shower and took off his clothes. Quote, I had never seen someone that big naked, so I just couldn't fathom what was even happening to me right now. (laughs) I hope Harvey was in the courtroom when this woman was giving her testimony. Because, man, this is embarrassing for him. He he should really have to hear all of this. He was just talking about the business and other actresses and saying, this is what they do. This is how I know you can act. If you can act like uh, you're enjoying yourself having sex with someone like me, someone with a chopped up penis and gangrenous balls, I'll know you're a good actress. Oscar worthy. She said uh, she went to the bathroom door as Weinstein lightly rinsed off, but that's when he came out of the shower in front of me. He said, uh, we're just going to talk. And I said, no, no, no. She said Weinstein was just going on about movie stuff, acting, rambling on, and then started touching me. He unzipped the back of her dress and pulled it down her hips, grabbing her breast and jerking off, like squinting at me, not looking at me, holding me there and talking to me. He was just masturbating and groping me. And in another shot to his ego, she said, I was really grossed out by his body and the look he was giving me. I was wondering, how do I get out of here safe? What am I going to do? What are they going to do to me? She said uh, Weinstein masturbated for a couple of minutes, trying to touch her vagina. uh, And she used her hand as like a shield on top of myself. He left the bathroom after ejaculating into a towel. And then Jane Doe promptly pulled up her dress and left. Jane Doe number two is one of two women he's accused of sexually assaulting at a luxury hotel while visiting Los Angeles for the annual L.A. Italia Film Festival that year. I mean, the good news for all of these women, all five of Jane Doe's, I think, involved in this case is, I mean, Harvey has to be close to death, right? He's a very unhealthy man. He was unhealthy back in 1999. Well, you know, back when he was tucking his 
gangrene balls into his thighs or whatever. He's got to be hanging on by a thread, right? Well, let's just uh, move on to happier news. I mean, not too happy. This is DV after all. Another teenager has inserted a USB cable into his cockhole. And the worst part is he had to take out the cable and put it back in three or four times. You know how it is with USB. You never plug it in the right way the first time. Let that be a lesson. Next time you want to experiment with urethral play, stick with USB type C cables. They're reversible. An unnamed 15-year-old boy living in England took an interesting way to find out the length of his penis. Oh, that's why he he was jamming the cord in his cockhole. He wanted to see how long it was. Now, you may be saying to yourself, Tim, why didn't he just use a tape measure on the outside of his penis? And I'm guessing he did, and he didn't like the number he got. No, 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 this can't be right. Maybe he was like a little overweight. You know how they always say, like, uh, when you lose weight, more of your penis is exposed and uh, your dick looks bigger. Maybe he thought there were some extra inches inside of him. I mean, I'm I'm just taking a stab in the dark there. All right. Wanting to know the length of his genitals, the boy decided to use a USB cable, but things didn't go as planned. They rarely do when you (laughs) shove something in your cock hole. Doctors were stunned by the actions of the unnamed 15-year-old who admitted to the bizarre use of the USB cable. When the boy inserted the cable into his genitals and advanced the cable, he knew right away that something was wrong. After the cable got knotted in, the child explained the situation to his family and made his way to the hospital. Isn't it crazy how, like, uh, stuff can just get wrapped around or... You know, the cable can get caught in on something inside your urethra. Like, it's just really weird. You just think of it as like, the, you know, your your shaft, a long straight shaft. There's stuff in there, I guess, especially if you go too deep. All right. Uh, the case has been studied by doctors around the world, and an article has been published in Science Direct about the case. It was found that the two ports of the USB cable protrude from the external urethral canal, and the middle portion of the knotted wire remained inside his urethra. The patient was a healthy adolescent with no history of mental health disorders. This is his first one. Uh, The long, oh boy, longitudinal penoscrotal incision Okay, was made over the palpable foreign body and a careful dissection of deeper tissue was made and separated the uh, spongious muscle. Both ends of the wire were successfully removed from the external urethral canal. Doctors attempted to remove the USB cable using a metal rod, but knotting the cable made this method impossible. Doctors had to cut the section between the genitals and the anus to get to the cable. You mean to tell me they were pulling that cable through his gooch? (laughs) That feels funny. The report also states that sexual experience and satisfaction as well as underlying mental disorders are considered the main cause of foreign bodies retained in the urethra and bladder. Management varies depending on the shape and size of the object and the placement of the mechanism. If you want to see what a USB cable looks like inside of a person, check out the featured image over there at distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com. 
There's a nice pick of that. And finally, today, freaks, a prospective air traveler was roasted by the Transportation Security Administration of oh, the TSA on social media on Monday after officers with the federal agency said it caught a person trying to conceal a gun inside of a raw chicken stashed inside their carry-on luggage. Oh, I guess I should also mention that this story <laughs> happens to come from our most fucked up state. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Of course it does. At first I was going to say, of course the TSA is going to flag this. A raw chicken is very suspicious looking in your luggage. Like, why would you fly from Florida to Washington with an uncooked turkey? It doesn't make any kind of sense. But then, knowing now that this is Florida... Probably not the first time someone uh, over there at the TSA has seen raw chicken in a carry-on bag. The weapon was flagged by TSA at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport in Florida, where officers found it wrapped in what looked like uh, thin paper packaging and hidden inside a raw chicken. A post shared to the official TSA Instagram account on Monday, and by the way, take a look at the chapter artwork if you want to see this, uh, was a photo of the uncooked bird being examined in an airport security screening area and the gun once it was removed and unwrapped. Its caption leaned heavily into Thanksgiving-themed puns, starting with, There's a personal foul here. Foul, F-O-W-L. The plot chickens as we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving, a TSA spokesperson wrote. For us, it's a time to be thankful that our officers are always working around the clock to keep you safe. We hate to break it to you here, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. Okay, okay, it goes on. The officer's discovery in Fort Lauderdale is among many bizarre finds by the TSA. Last year, a chainsaw was flagged in New Orleans and something the agency called a meth burrito was confiscated in Houston. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Let's check in with some listeners. I think we got a bunch of patrons calling in today. Hey, Tim. It's Stacy in DC. I was just listening to the Friday show. Um, two points. Uh, one, you were talking about the flathead infant syndrome, which is yeah. really weird and too bad about all those kids with the pillow and stuff. That's weird. But it did make me think about, I don't remember back in the day, there was that website called um, Bonsai Kitty. Yes. Um, I, I don't know. I, I can't find it very, very easily anymore. But I think they someone's like got a parody up of it, but uh, that one was super popular. Second point. Yeah, little deformed kitty cats, little tiny deformed kitty cats. Uh, right. Is that you're talking about Dr. Pepper and the bourbon flavor. Um, did you know that there is no period in Dr. Pepper? Hmm, I think I did know that, but I think usually when I write Dr. Pepper, I'll I'll include the period. You know me, a stickler for grammar. Your gayness, hey. Lord High Faggot Henson, all hail. <laughs> all hail, Lord Faggot. Servant, Tyler Soros Rex, calling you to congratulate you upon your ascension, and also to beseech you in the most humble of terms to grant upon me a title of nobility. I'll settle for whatever you think I deserve. But I'm secretly hopeful that you will consider me for groom of the stool. You got it, my friend. You are Nundergay's official groom of stool. All hail Lord Faggot. 
That, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, on Friday's podcast, that was posted a little bit late, so you may have missed it. Oh, it was a good one. I found this old, weird, low-budget, like super... It was, it's more of a teleplay than it is a movie, but it's called Pervert. It's a sci-fi film all about uh, gays, I guess. Definitely go back and listen to Friday's episode uh, of DV. Uh, it's it's a must miss. <laughs> hey, Timmy Boo. Wifey. I think I said that wrong. <laughs> from Austin. Hold on. Who are you? Yes. Hey, Timmy Boo. Wifey from Austin here. Wifey. And despite what they say, stop. Stop. Stop it. Just stop. Austin here. And despite what they say, Davide and Greg did make eye contact. I was there. <laughs> it was very gay. Yep. Anywho, just calling in to remind you and all the freaks that the Cat Ladies Memorial Secret Santa sign-up is still going. Check official business on the Discord and sign up soon because sign-ups close on November 15th. Yes, if you want to uh, participate in a Secret Santa, uh, you know Secret Santa where you get someone's name, you buy them a gift, and a random person gets your name, and you know, you know what Secret Santas are. Uh, the freaks in the Discord are organizing a Secret Santa for DV listeners. Now, this is not the first time uh, this has happened. Love Lady Cat Lady used to be in charge of all of this, and she loved it, and she was great at it, put in so much time and effort. This year, though, she's taking a rest, very long, long rest. So we're now calling it the Love Lady Cat Lady Memorial Secret Santa, and you can participate. I will provide a link on the show notes to the Discord. The Discord is just it's like a chat room, and it's absolutely free. You don't even have to download an app if you don't want to. It, you, you just get in there and sign up and you know it's free and uh, you start chatting with other freaks and uh you can participate in this uh, little secret santa deal going on so uh, uh definitely participate in that it's good time What's up tim uh twin toilet here um i was <coughs> um <clears throat> yes so i was thinking about that situation <laughs> you have with the hornet and, and you were well, they were yellow jackets i believe right driving it in that episode you were saying, I know this was a few months back, but you were saying that... Two times I got attacked by those fucking yellow jackets, and they bit the shit out of me. To imagine you running up a hill, like the slope where your your yard is, being chased by hornets, and I'm just imagining... it. I wish it was recorded and then, like, yeah. like played slow-mo with the, the... I kept telling Lord... I keep telling Lord Douche, I want to get little security cameras for around the house. Not to record me, per se, but, you know, we live in the, in the ghetto... Uh, Running up We're that slumming hill, it over here. Uh, Kate Bush song that like got real popular <laughs> for the train thing. Like, just, just imagining you running. Oh, that, that would have made a uh, <laughs> made a great video. Um, me oh, running to that song. Also, I got my screaming about the bees. Friend to start listening to the show. Uh, what is that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm talking all over this guy. Um, oh, also. I got my boyfriend to start listening to the show. Oh! Uh, Instead of calling it DV, Distorted View, he says Distorted Daily. And it's driving me fucking insane. I don't... Every time I correct him, he says Distorted Daily. Hey, Twin Toilet's boyfriend, get it together! Also... What up, faggot? You know where that audio is from? I I just found it on some short, tiny little 10-second video of uh, Justin Long. That's Justin Long in some horror movie. I think Smile, maybe, or uh, well, it's some uh, relatively new horror movie, and I guess he plays a, a, a jerk in it, like a really despicable person. DB, he literally, I mean, he it spread the distortion, like, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he, 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 like, pissing me off. Um, no. 
Also, um, I think these two are going to make it. Is Mead Elizabeth Taylor now with his aging beauty comment? I'm <laughs> <laughs> an aging beauty. <laughs> Who said that? Yeah. How did they even say that? Yeah, these diamonds have always brought me good luck. Like from like the yeah. 40s. Um, <laughs> Oh my god, I bet you Mead Skelton wears white diamonds. <laughs> oh, and also, I'm happy Elon Musk is running Twitter into the absolute crapper. I'm not an Elon Musk fan, but oh, I love watching that shithole just get ravaged and all I just, like, right, like, as I was recording the show, I paused for a second, and I read this insane, art, like, uh, it's just so insane. So, you know, uh, he's trying to charge $8 to get the blue check mark, right? If you want the blue verified check mark, you pay $8. But now, on top of it, there's going to be a second uh, verification for, like, celebrities and stuff. So it'll, so now... Some people can just get the, you know, you, anyone can get the, the blue check mark for $8. But now, if you're like a notable celebrity or journalist or something, on your account, it, it says official on it. So, so there's like a second layer of verified, which basically makes the blue check mark worthless because the thing you, you, you aspire for is the thing that's not given out willy-nilly, right? It's something special. Like before, the blue check mark was like, oh, you're notable. You're a celebrity. But now, now that's the official label that you can get. So it makes the blue check mark pointless. It's just, it's insane. I don't know why anyone would pay for it. I, I guess you get more reach when you post. Like uh, the algorithm will boost your, po- I, I don't get it. I'm not going to do it. I, I'm just sort of like, I'm not one of these people who are like, I'm leaving Twitter because I don't like Elon Musk. Now, I did sign up for Mastodon. I talked about that yesterday, but I was just checking out the service and it's a fucking shit show over there. It's like a gazillion times worse than Twitter. There's no one there. There's nothing to do. No one, you know, it's stupid and it's, conf- you know, it's complex. There's multiple servers and you have like, some crazy long username. It's stupid. But uh, I'm with you. I, I kind of get a kick out of just watching Twitter implode. Like, like, what a waste of $44 billion. Think of all the stuff you could buy with $44 billion. You could buy pretty much every other company in the world. Much more profitable companies. All right, whatever. Uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of Distorted Daily. (laughs) Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, it's an oh, God. You know, there's black people. They complain about white privilege, but the blacks can go in the sun all they want. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs-up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcast if you're sideshow members i will see you back tomorrow for the thursday show if you're not yet a member uh, please sign up superfreaksideshow.com otherwise i will see you back on friday until then have a great day bye everybody Full of bullshit, my friend. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue your ass. You're a motherfucking asshole. As far as I'm concerned, you hear me? A fucking asshole. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.